Hey, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy DM Prep. This is a weekly show shot 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Times on Twitch in which I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday D&D game. In this case, I am running the hardcover campaign adventure Rime of the Frostmaiden. This show, like all of the work of Sly Flourish, is brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish. If you want to help support Sly Flourish, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash slyflourish and signing up. Uh, doing so gives you access to a bunch of exclusive material, but most of all, it helps you support shows like this. So we are, I don't know how many sessions in the Rhyme of the Frost made at this point. I've lost track. Uh, and the characters headed to Dugan's Hole. So we're in chapter one, and the characters have dealt with uh, Goodmead, and they dealt with Bryn Shander. Uh, uh, so they did the Foaming Mugs quest, and they did the Mead Must Flow quest, and now they are halfway through the quest in Dugan's Hole. So uh, they are making their way sort of around 10 towns, uh, completing the various quests there. Uh, my plan to uh, have the quests take place is that they do, uh, they leveled to level two right away. That was, I probably leveled them too quickly to, to second level, frankly. Um, then when they complete three quests, which is right now for them, it's going to be Dugan's Hole, uh, Goodmead and Bryn Shander. Once they completed all three of those quests, they hit third level. And then it takes four more quests after that to hit fourth level. So at that point, they will have to have accomplished nine quests. That does not include uh, the cold-hearted killer quest, stopping Sephic Caltro. That's sort of a side thing. And I'm not going to level them nor have that count towards their leveling. Uh, and I think for my Sunday group, I am skipping the uh, quest about the... Um, the Chewinga quest. Um, it, it made more sense for my other group because their patron was the lady who was looking for the Chewingas. Uh, but this group, nah, not so much. So, um, so it doesn't matter that much. But that's, that's kind of my plan. Originally, I had planned to group the quests into like sets of three. And then I would expose the next set once the original set, and once they've done two of the three previous ones. Uh, I've let go of that idea because so many of the quests are dependent upon their location and where they're going and what they hear. So it's easier for them to sort of travel to a town, complete a quest, and learn about a quest that's nearby, and then decide, do we want to go back and do the other quest that we heard about up north, or do we want to go down there? So they might hear about, um, you know, they might hear about one of the other quests and then and then sort of pick it up. So I think it works better to drop three quests, make sure that the characters always have sort of three quests in their view at any given time. And every time they complete a quest, uh, throw in a new quest. And Or if they complete two quests and they haven't picked it up, then two more quests show up. And the quests that should show up are the ones that are usually in towns that are nearby. So they can sort of work their way through the towns or they can go back. If they say, yeah, we know about the stuff happening in Sierra Duval, but we're going to skip that one, Care Duval. And we're instead going to go back to Bryn Shander. And then in Bryn Shander, they hear about Moose Jaws in Lonelywood, or they hear about um, the Lost Explorers in Targos. And you can sort of drop them until eventually maybe they have like five quests in their log. And maybe it's all the quests that are remaining in 10 towns, but they can say, oh yeah, we heard about that one. And you might have somebody say like, yeah, that sea monster thing, that never worked out. We never, you know, the, the, the sea monster went away, right? So you could have sort of the quests evolve out, right? So that you don't have to see them uh, anymore. Um, but that's the way I've been running chapter one. Uh, and I, and I think it's been working pretty well. It turns out that the book as written is pretty good about how it works. I think that particularly at first level, it's best to know which quests are good for first level. I highly recommend, uh, starting in Bryn Shander 
and having the only quest on their log, the Foaming Mugs quest. Because the Foaming Mugs quest is a really good, solid first level quest, as long as the bears don't attack anybody, and as long as the goblin chieftain sort of runs away after the goblins are killed, which is a really easy way to do it. And uh, I think that, and then once they're second level, the other quests, some of them might be hard, some of them might be easy, but they'll probably be able to do it. My group is second level now, and they've been eating everything. They killed a Furby without any real trouble. So um, I think that um, once the characters get to second level, I think things work out. So let's get our notes ready for today's game. Today's game should be relatively straightforward. Uh, this this adventure has shown me so some interesting things that, having read the adventure and having the material that the adventure has on hand, I feel like I have to do less prep than I normally need to do, particularly like for the Eberron game where I was making up everything. And it's left me a lot of room to kind of add in my own interesting things that I think are fun. And what's cool is I don't have to, I don't feel like I have to add this stuff. I feel like I'm doing it because it'll be cooler and more fun. So, so I kind of dig that. So first thing we're going to do is generate a new session template. So we'll do that. Do, do, do. Waiting for a notion. There we go. So we have our new session template. 21 March 2021. Uh, Sunday, Frost Maiden. So who are, are our characters today? We're going to go to our character gallery. We have, uh, oh, I have a new picture of Gore when Alcazar, I think. Let me see if I can... Uh, grab that new picture. People have been enjoying enough that they have been commissioning uh, art for their characters. So like uh, Ilda Juliet, who plays Ilda, got a new uh, picture for her character, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, half elf, half Goliath. Uh, so characters, we have Ilda. Ilda is a half elf, half Goliath, whose parents uh, belong to the uh, the cult, the children of Oral. You don't call it a cult. No one, No one calls it a cult outside of it um she has taken the name ilda she actually has the last name uh and she's sort of hiding from her parents she went off and spent time with the with the uh goliaths for a while learning about her other heritage uh she came back she's like all elbows uh she has really really dark hair she's kind of reserved and then goes crazy when she uh, uh gets into a fight uh, she escaped the mark of sacrifice to Oral, which is going to come up. That means she is being hunted by uh, Sephic Caltro. Um, her parents are like the Malfoys and are both parts of the, the um, uh, both parts of the uh, uh, the children of Oral. So very fun, very fun character. Uh, we have uh, Shadowhawk. Shadowhawk is a uh, Drow uh, from Menza Branzen. He was a former member of House Zolaren, uh, who spent a lot of time with sorcery and stuff like that. And he uh, committed a slight and had to flee from um, uh, had to flee from Menza Branzen and is being hunted uh, by the Drow. So he has a Griffin egg. Uh, it is an infested. Uh, it is actually a uh, Illithid, an Illithid infested Griffin egg. That is going to hatch, and I really think that one day he's going to wake up. The egg is going to have uh, cracked open. There's nothing inside, but he's still going to be able to read minds. And that'll be interesting. He's got an illithid growing inside of him. Uh, Auken Donkollar is a Goliath uh, member of the um, Goliath fighters. He had a uh, a pet psionic rat named Pinky. Uh, no one trusted Pinky, and they tried to kill Pinky, and Pinky ran away in the last session. 
um, and has had dreams of a massive black structure into the ice. Uh, Gorwin Alcazar uh, is a, a secret member. Uh, we'll keep that picture around for a little while, but I think the other picture is going to be better. Uh, trickster half cleric, trickster cleric half orc. Uh, shockingly few amount of hit points. I was looking at their character sheet, his character sheet, and uh, 13 hit points. Whoa, harsh. Um, don't get hit by anything. Uh, runs a hates, uh, Torgs, uh, ran, ran a competition to Torgs has been in Nicewind Dale for a few years. Um, and, uh, comes for secretly, secretly a member of the great castles, which is the worst kept secret in the world. Cause all, every, all the players know that that's true. Uh, Perrin. So Perrin is, uh, Perrin's players out for the next few weeks. Um, but Perrin was a, um, halfling, uh, or, or sort of a, a halfling with psionically touched halfling secret was he was, had been kidnapped by an alien race, uh, and then was modified. So he's got some psionic abilities. Um, so there's lots of mind flayery stuff going on. Uh, candle in the dark is a tabaxi rogue, uh, who is escaping from the Xanathar's guild, um, and being hunted, uh, uh, we added talk when we're, when I was talking about adding things into our game, uh, this is one of the things that I added last week and I dropped it into our strong start and it worked really well. And that's that there is a priest assassin, uh, Shek, uh, Shekar S H E K. Uh, uh, Shekar Ballard, the Ebonheart, uh, the Ebonheart is an assassin sent by the Xanathar, uh, to find, um, uh, to find candle, uh, and they found Shakar's altar to, uh, to Baal, um, no, to Siric, right? He, he has a, uh, he's a worshiper of Siric and leaves black petals on his, in, uh, on his, um, uh, leaves black petals, uh, on his victims. And he looks like, um, he looks like Daniel Craig from Elizabeth. So I'm going to add another, another picture of him because they got this, this picture here. I'll save that. Let's see if I can copy this one in. So young Daniel Craig. Uh, so those are the characters. Um, so I've got, let's see. I have two groups that have assassins coming after them. Shadowhawk and Candle both have, Shadowhawk has drow assassins. It might be time to think about what drow assassin is hunting down Shadowhawk? Um, you know, or what what group? Like maybe there's a you know mercenary, not like the evil version of Brigandearth, Brigandearth, um, that was sent by House Zalaren to hunt down Shadowhawk. Uh, that might be. You know, it might be time to, to think about who that is. Uh, I don't know when that's going to come up exactly, but, you know, can't hurt. Uh, and then people that, so we have people that have seen things. That we have connections to the Cult of Oral with Ilda. We have connections to the um, Mind Flayers with Perrin and Shadowhawk. We have um, Assassins for Candle. Uh, we have um, Torgs with Gore. So, you know, 
a lot of different like threads. There's, there's a lot of good connections between the characters and, and parts of this campaign, uh, which is really good. Uh, so let's talk about what happened in last session's game because some interesting things happened in last session's game. So I'll go to old session notes here. We go to the 14th. So we had the strong start uh, where they found an old shrine to Timora uh, and had Water Davian coins on it. Uh, Water Davian gold dragons. Um, uh, I said Water Davian from Gygas Greenhood. Oh, yeah. So Gygas is uh, Bellard's sidekick, right? So there's two villains here. A halfling and um, who's, who's the front man for Shakar Bellard. Uh, and a skull surrounded by scratches and the forming a syrup from Shakar Bellard, both sent from Waterdeep to hunt down Candle. Uh, and then Gag Gath the Verbeeg fought the characters, had hunted them down, and was able to find the characters because Shadowhawk and Perrin both have a connection to uh, the Mind Flayers, as did Gah, who has been spending time with the wreckage of a um, cephalod, cephalod ship. So, uh, so that, that works really well. That worked really well. Uh, so they fought Gah, they killed Gah. Uh, they went to Dugan's hole, learned about the kidnapped children that, that dire wolves had kidnapped children. So they said, well, let's go get, we can go bring a bunch of meat. We have a dead Verbeek like that. Verbeek's like a thousand pounds. And they went back and the whole Verbeek body was, uh, turned into black worms and they're like, ah, oh, and they burned it. And when they burned it, a psychic scream went out from the black worms. So I thought that was kind of, again, more mind flayery, more like the thing, right? Uh, they um, went out, they, they, they went out, I think empty handed with like a fake, they didn't really have the best laid plan. And they went out and met the dire wolves who had a bunch of regular wolves with them. And they, they were talking to them and they're trying to like, they're, they're, they're sort of intimidating the wolves, but the wolves aren't easily intimidated. And then, uh, Shadowhawk used his detect thoughts to try to find the location of the kids and it succeeded. And then they, he knew where they were and he said, I know where they are. We can kill them. And they got into a big fight and the wolves were like, oh man. And they fought two dire wolves and I think six regular wolves. And that was a really hard fight at second level. Like that was, that was tough. They, they took a lot of them took 14 damage from wolves. A lot of people dropped. It was really tough. But they managed to kill the two dire wolves. They killed about three or four of the regular wolves, and a couple of them ran away. And um, that was their big fight. And then after that, they made their way to the, the Frost Giant uh, Lodge. And um, so they're going to begin today at the Frost Giant Lodge. Um, and I think that was pretty much the session. So... Uh, if we go back to our notes, um, so what, what interesting event could be occurring out in the, uh, tundra? So they're at the frost giant, they're at the frost giant lodge. I don't think I want to throw a battle on them. Um, it doesn't have to actually be anything about the lodge. I guess it would be pretty cool. Like, let's take a look and at the, uh, the the chapter two quests and see if there's any sort of foreshadowing for chapter two uh, that I can drop into um, a strong start for chapter one. Um, so chapter two, the tall tale, let's see. There's, uh, they have these quests, right? So... Uh, there's, um, 
Uh, Angelux Bell, no. Provisions for, uh, so the Black Cabin is kind of interesting. Um, so you could, we could always have, one of the, one of the things I always want to drop in is sort of the wandering uh, uh, cold light walker. Uh, I think it would be cool to see uh, a cold light walker, um, you know, before they have to face one. Uh, so that that I, I'll throw that in as a uh, and it just gazes at them and does a gaze attack and then it disappears. Right. So it doesn't they, they can't really like chase it very well. Um, so the black cabin, no, no, no hunting. No, um, they could face a kobold vampire spawn would be kind of interesting or see, uh, signs of a, of a kobold vampire. We'll make a list of potential strong starts. Uh, kobold vampire victims corpse would be a fun one. Um, they could get a telepathic help me right? Twig blights, right? Uh, summoned from, um, summoned from the frost druid. That would be a pretty strong start. So you could do any of these. You could also do any one of the random wilderness encounters here. Uh, I'm glad it has, uh, um, uh, I'm glad it has, let's see if there's a table of contents for this one. Yeah, so we're going to grab this because you can always add some wilderness encounters. Uh, so those are six. Um, let's see. I'm going to I'm gonna go back to my homepage here. So we have the random wilderness encounters from Rhyme of the Frostman, but there's another good set of encounters that we could use, which is from Xanathar. So if we go to source books, Xanathar's, da, da, da. Um, and we have... Uh, Arctic encounters. So if we ever ever need inspiration for some encounters, uh, we can go to like Xanathar's, the Arctic encounters for Xanathar's guide and it has like easy, medium, hard, right? So we can roll um, 46 is a brown bear. That's kind of boring. Ice methods sound kind of cool though. Uh, so, you know, if you ever want to like throw a kind of a fun thing, you could have like three ice methods that are surrounding. If we want to start with a fight, we could have three ice methods surrounding a, um, uh, three ice methods surrounding a uh, corpse of a, uh, of a dead kobold, uh, a dead, a, 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 a dead kobold who was eaten by a kobold vampire. So maybe we'll do that one. We'll say three ice methods surrounding a kobold eaten by a kobold vampire. So that's that's kind of fun, right? That's like a pretty, you know, there's a lot of like f layers to that because they'll fight the ice methods and they'll say, hey, look, a kobold was killed by ice methods. And like these wounds are not an ice method wounds. These are like, they look like the signs of a vampire, but we're like looking around and all we see are kobold tracks, you know? And, and, you know, they're like, is that, are there vampire kobolds? Like, seriously? Like, that's something to worry about, you know? So that, that could be a fun hint of things to come, 
Uh, so I think I think we will do that. So I got a strong start. I think the three you know, ice methods are nice and easy, so it's not a hard fight. Um, and it'll be kind of interesting to learn for that. Uh, I'm, I like my little potential strong start thing here. Uh, I can hang on to those for, for later. Uh, so scene. So we have ice methods and vampire victim. We have uh, frost giant lodge. Uh, Norsu, uh, the kids return to Dugan's Hole, uh, and then next steps, right? And we need to figure out what quests are next. So let's take a look at the chapter one quests. Um, <laughs> which quests? are on their roster. So they have, they've done foaming mugs. So I think they might hear about toil and trouble. So they're currently in Dugan's Hole. They've done Goodmead, they've done Bryn Shander. So they'll probably hear about East Haven and Kier Dineval. Um, and I'd, I'd love to, you know, I think Moose Jaws is such a fun one that they might hear about Moose Jaws way up in Lonelywood. So next steps are the next three quests. And we could drop these into secrets and clues. In East Haven, we have the Toil and Trouble quest. And the Toil and Trouble is that people have gone missing, fisher folk, uh, fisher folk have gone missing on the, I got too many images open here. I have too much stuff going on, too many things. Dice rollers. Get all my windows here. Okay. So in East Haven, Lack Dinnishire, right? Along the shores of Lack Dinnishire. Fisher folk have gone missing on the shores of Lack Dinnishire. Uh, the speaker of East Haven looking for adventurers to find them. So that's one quest. The next quest is going to be in uh, Kier Dineval, right? Kier Dineval is the next, is that the next one we want them to do? Or should we do Kier Koenig, the unseen? Uh, no one has seen the town speaker in a long time. Locals say speaker Cranach has fallen ill, but sinister figures have seen entering and leaving the castle at odd hours. Um, that's a good rumor. And for, if we wanted for completeness, we could add the Sierra Koenig one. Probably the Sierra Koenig one, uh, is better. Uh, they can learn about the Dineval one. Uh, how do I bring these notes to the table? I have, I, I, I'm right now I'm playing remote. Uh, so I'm using the same machine that I am on now is what I use. Um, and have. I don't know what I'll do when I go back to playing at the table. It's a good question. Not to see. It's been a year, been more than a year since I played at a table. I'm do doing everything digitally these days, which is crazy, crazy transfer. So I think those are good. Uh, then we want Moose Jaws, right? I want to throw Moose Jaws in there. Um, beware Moose Jaws. Beware the giant white moose. Um, so what are the other ones that they haven't done. So this one I'm changing. Uh, in Targos, uh, this was the Targos quest. 
Band of Adventures is planning an expedition. You know, it's a stronger hook if they were asked, like, hey, we lost a we lost people and we need you to go up to Kelvin's car and find out. It's not the strongest hook. Cause like there's nothing to tell you, like, oh, what are we gonna face up there? But I guess you could say that like they went up to find I don't know what the Goliath Lycanthropy has to do with the quest though. I hate to bait and switch that. Uh and then there was one more. Uh mine, the um tourmaline right one two three four five six that's six of the quests uh they've already done am i missing any which quests uh, oh um so they skipped the monster that lives in mir dwalin dwalden you know those are the other those are the other quests so i can sort of decide which of these quests to drop in um I will probably not drop in Targos yet. Uh, and Targos is kind of boring anyway. I don't know if I'm going to run that one. Uh, Tourmaline will only show up if they if they start to head towards Lonelywood. Uh, so probably these are in the order uh, that I would run them. They already have the Bremen one. Uh, so I can probably yank that one. So probably going to just do a couple of these quests. So uh, secrets and clues. Uh, we have a uh, a druid uh, oh, has awakened a number of animals, including the mammoth Norsu. Norsu lost her master, uh, the frost giants named da, da, da. Uh, the frost giants. Let's see. This is uh, this spell. Or this this quest is um, hold up. Uh, Garagai, uh, awakened into morning, Norsu had no, has no way to process her emotions. Um, let's see, a band of kobolds broke into the Frost Giant Lodge. But had no, uh, got trapped there by wolves and Norsu. Uh, Garagai died of natural causes. Uh, what other secrets do we have? Uh, the Frost Druid, or let's see, uh, Ravison. They have her name. Is awakening creature, uh, animals all around 10 towns uh, to push civilization out of Icewind Dale. 
<laughs> Norsu means literally just elephant in Finnish. Sure. That's pretty funny, though. Um, other secrets, other things going on around the town. Uh, the speaker for, let's see, the speaker, Targos, uh, is trying to um, apply or to gain influence in other towns, including uh, Goodmead and uh, not Lonely with Tourmaline. Uh, he has organized bands of toughs willing to apply force towards his ends. Some say Nareth, N-A-E-R-T-H, has connections outside of Icewind Dale and communicates with them still. While the rest of the is cut off. So there, now we got that one. That's seven. I need three more secrets. Drop in and say I've been using your book every week. Great. Uh, Z Bashu, I'm glad it's working out for you. Uh, I'm 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 glad it's I'm glad it's helping. What else do we have? What other interesting secrets are going on around Ten Towns? Uh, a meteor spotted crashing into the southern mountains about a 10 day ago. Uh, Torgs was in Dugan's Hall the same time as the murder. The same is true in Goodmead and um, Brinchander. Torg's caravan uh, was headed to Targos, Tourmaline, and Lonelywood uh, after leaving Brinchander at uh, the same time as uh, the characters traveling to Goodmead. Uh, this is establishing the connection between um, uh, Torgs, the merchant caravan of Torgs, and the murders that have been going around town. And that way the players have a way of drawing the connection between the two of them. It's really hard to drop those clues in and not make them too overt. You want the players to feel like they discovered something and they weren't just handed the answer. But at the same time, you want them to discover it. Fantastic locations. We have the Giant Lodge. Pretty much it. We could we could pull some for funsies. We could pull some uh, um I guess let's see, I've got my quick links here. Uh, we have Icewind Dale Monuments. I should add this to my notes here. Uh, 
this is a random table that I that a random generator I built using uh, what's it called perchance.org, uh, which generates interesting monuments. We'll look at that in a second. I also want to grab my Icewind Dale relics. Same kind of thing. So these are just some, you know, I should, whoops. So now I've got a bunch of um, resources. So uh, monuments are for locations, things they can find away. Necrotic, pristine mausoleum of the Arcane Brotherhood. Mm, a mausoleum of the Arcane Brotherhood? Foggy ancient battleground, battlefield of the Kelimvor. Uh, a foggy ancient battleground, battlefield sounds cool. Uh, but it should be of somebody else. It could be the Goliaths. We could do the tribe of the bear. Uh, battlefield of the tribe of the bear. That'd be kind of a cool one. Uh, NPCs. We have the town speaker for. Uh, so we have Norsu. We have the two kids. Uh, Edgra, speaker Edgra Dermut. Corin and Kanan are both dead. They were killed in the last fight. And level Silja and Finn. And treasure, we have uh, Boots. Boots of the Winterlands. And we'll drop her in a relic. It's always nice to have a relic. Uh, cracked Whistle of Cyric that casts Holy Aura. Hmm. Crumbling Quill of Denier that casts True Resurrection. Ooh. Smoky Idol of Bane that casts Remove Curse. Have a bestow curse. Is there a bestow curse? Uh, plain urn of ball that has power word kill. Oof. Um, warm pipe of Azuth that casts eye bite. Coin of Gond. Um, a lot of these are mixed up. Uh, warm pipe of Azuth that casts sleep. I kind of dig that. So you can sort of mix these, right? So in this case, we'll have a, uh, who is Azuth? Uh, Azuth is, um, once a servant of Mistra, lesser deed of arcane magic. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's, yeah, that works. So just kind of a fun little relic that you can drop in. I just like to have some random relics on hand so that if I want to drop some treasure into something, I can drop in one of these kind of cool, one of these cool bits. And I think a, a, a pipe that casts sleep three three times and then burns out uh, works out well. Anything else? Let's roll again. Uh, burning orb of Lovatar that casts prismatic wall. Ooh, delicate mummified finger of Saphras that casts hex. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Who is Saphras? Another god of mages and wizards in service to Mistra. Um, or any of these other mask. Uh, chipped spike of mask. I like the mummified finger that casts hex. I sort of like that. That 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 fits, right? Uh, delicate mummified finger of the Netherese. So uh, I think you could do with relics. It's it's cool to drop in relics that have really powerful. What if it did? F do you want to do something as powerful as finger of death? Could have to do blight. Monsters. We have Norsu. We have Ice Mephits. Uh, I don't think there's any other monsters um, that are inside. We have kobolds. 
uh, inside the lair itself. The wolves are all gone. I don't have to worry about them anymore. I don't know if there's anybody else. I think that's pretty set. So I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to throw just piles of monsters. And let's see. We're going to get our, um, our, our notes here. Uh, get that set. Somebody was showing me, uh, somebody in Twitter was showing me uh, how to set up like an abbreviated character summary in Avre, uh, which I thought looked really cool. And I wanted to, I wanted to take a look at that. So I might, I might poke around. I think there's a lot that Avre can do uh, to kind of, you know, show text-based things. Um, but that's, that's what I use this for. Like my, my little roll in it multi-line macro here rolls initiative for everybody when we're doing monsters. And I, I that works really well. Um, did I have any notes from the last game? I should look at that. Let's let's take a look. Old session notes. And let's look at Sunday. Did I have notes that I kept? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, so doesn't matter. Yeah, so I think, are we all set? Let me, let me, let's take a look at our notes here. Do I feel good about it? You know, I tell you, strong start. You feel good with a strong start. Um, I like these potential, you know, potential strong starts i'll probably save those uh you know i guess what i could do is uh i could create a location and call it um i don't have a lot of locations uh we'll call this uh icewind or wilderness around 10 towns and I'll put this um, list in here. Uh, so I've got, and we'll, we'll, let's drop a, we'll find an image here that we like. Uh, I keep going the wrong place. And let's look for images. That's kind of cool. Looking for an image of locations around 10 towns. A lot of fun art in this in this book. Well, I'll find some art later. But that way I've got like a, you know, I can keep this list handy. Um, uh, so if I want, if I need locations or interesting things, you know, strong starts, I've got, I've got some, I've got some handy. So I've got my scenes with the ice methods and the vampire victim. Then they go to the lodge. They talk to Norsu. There's a few things that I'm changing in this quest uh, that I think are important. So one of them, so what are the big things I changed in Hold Up? Uh, first, I changed the winter wolves to dire wolves and then added some regular wolves. It made it dangerous, but uh, it wasn't quite as deadly as getting breathed on by a pair of winter wolves. Winter wolves are just too powerful at second level. So I changed those to dire wolves. It actually made more sense with them being awakened as well. So that, that worked out really well. Uh, second, the second thing I changed is in the Frost Giant Lodge, I sealed up the doorway that leads to area L3. Uh, I had that collapsed by the wolves, and then there was a hole broken between area L8 and L3. So the only way to get to the kids in L3 is to either go through L4 or L2, 
make your way through. You have to you have to get past Norsu, who's hanging out in this hallway, uh, and then and then get in. And that way, there was a, it was not quite as easy to get in, get the kids, and get out without dealing with Norsu. So that was the second thing I changed in this quest. And then the third ch- thing I changed is instead of having the frost giant killed by adventurers, I had it die of a heart attack. Right? That 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 the. Um, uh, uh, Garagai just died, right? He was sitting on his throne and he died. And um, and Norsu didn't quite know what to make of this as a mammoth and then was awakened. And the first emotion that Norsu felt upon him being awakened was tremendous loss and and the loss of a loved one and didn't know how to, pro- had no way to process these feelings, right? It was awakened, but not prepared. And so Norsu is kind of, in very sad and very angry and very sort of self-destructive, not eating. And the characters can kind of get Norsu out of, out of their funk. Um, so I think that, you know, I think it's more interesting to deal with Norsu in that, in that avenue than it is to just say like, it's very angry at adventurers. I think it'll be, I think it'll be uh, more fun for them to try to teach Norsu how to move on. Right, which is really hard to do. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works out. And then they can go and they get the kids and they and they leave. So that's those are like the three major changes that I'm making to this quest. Are they required? Probably not, but I think they really work better. I think it'll work better that way. And they're relatively easy changes to make. Um, so those are the changes that I'm making to uh, hold up the the Dugan's Hole adventure, uh, which is considered one of the weaker adventures, but I think it worked fine. So, yeah, so I think I've got all my notes. I am all set. It's 11 o'clock, and we are going to uh, end the show. So I want to thank everybody for coming today. I always love having people hang out in Twitch, helping me prep my D&D game and talking to me about D&D and all that stuff. So thank you all for coming. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for supporting the show. Please follow the show. And, um, yeah, and we will see everybody next week and see how things went. So thank you very much, and have a, uh, have a great week. and Get out there and play some D&D.